Welcome to the Jesus of Nazareth weekly broadcast, where you will hear the biblical teaching of Pastor Luana Winston. Why don't people pray? That's the question. Why don't people pray? The answer is because they don't get results. They don't get results, and that is the answer. It's just like going to a soft drinks. It's like, you know those machines. He knows. Those machines that you put money in and then, then you, soft, soda machines, right? Those, it's like soda machines. You go put a dollar in and then, and then nothing comes out. Put another dollar in, nothing comes out. Put another dollar in, nothing comes out. Now you started using your feast, right? Put another dollar in, now you're using your feet because nothing is coming out. It's just like prayer. You're praying and you're praying and you're praying and there's no results. It's the same as the soda machine. You're not going to go back to that soda machine anymore because it's not giving you your soda. I understand it because I was there too. I was there too. See, the most misunderstood kingdom concept is prayers. The most misunderstood kingdom concept is prayer. But prayer is so important. Prayer is more important than worship. Prayer is more important than preaching. Prayer is more important than worship and prayer is more important than preaching. Why is that? Because Jesus said when Jesus went to the house of God and they were all doing all this stuff, he was using a whip. That's why you have to study your Bible. He was sweeping them. This house is the house of prayer. Jesus said, my father's house is a house of prayer. Prayers is more important than worship and preaching. Jesus said, this house is a house of prayer. Small or old, whether you're a preacher, you got to pray. You have got to pray. You have got to pray. Let's look at Psalm. Let's look at Psalm 115, 11, 15, 16. But there is no way to understand prayer unless you understand the concept of God. If you don't understand the concept of God, you are not going to understand prayer. Lift your hands if you have cookbook at your house. Lift your hands if you have cookbooks at your house. There are so many people that have a lot of cookbooks at their house and they don't even cook one meal. <laughs> it is the same as prayer book. No, we went to that. We went to the women's meeting. We went to the women's dinner um, two, weeks, was it, two weeks ago. And, and sister, sister um, uh, Michelle and sister Gina, they gave out a gift, which is a prayer book. And I looked at it. And it reminds me of the message that we're talking about. And then it clicks in my hand. This is the same as cookbooks that a lot of people are having in their house. 
There are so many cookbooks, cookbooks that have very beautiful pictures in it. But not even one recipe that you're using from that cookbook. There is so many of us that decorate our house with prayer books, but you don't even know not even one prayer in that prayer book. John Wesley said these comments that really hits my heart. Without God, men cannot. Without man, God will not. John Wesley knows something. There's something that he knows that a lot of us don't know. That is the reason why if you don't know the concept of God and you don't know the concept of the kingdom, it's going to be a challenge for you to pray. John Wesley said, without God, man cannot. And without man, God will not. I always want to go back to the Genesis 126. That is the original. 126. 126. I know we're at some 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 115, 16. But I want you to also look. If you don't, if you don't want to look at it, I want you to look at 126. And God said, let them. I use that most of the time because I want you to look at the original, originally how he made us, originally how he gave us that instructions. Let them take dominion. Let them, he said, let my children. It's just the same when I say, okay, Michelle and John, I want you to go outside and stand outside. Who did I talk to? John and Michelle. Who stays? Everybody else stays in here, which means only John and Michelle have that instruction. They have to go stand outside and everybody else stands in here, stays in here. So my point is, he said, let them take dominion. Let us make them and let them take dominion. He's telling us, you are the one who's going to take dominion in that earth. You are the one who's going to take control over that earth. Who You are the one who's going to manage the earth. I'm going to take myself out of it. But I'm going to put you inside there and you manage it and you take control of it and you take and you manage it and, 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 and supervise it. That is your job. Are we doing a good job? I want you to ask yourself, are you doing a good job? Psalm 115, 16. Psalm 115, 16. You have it, say amen. Amen. Go ahead and read it. The heaven, even the heavens are the Lord's, but the earth hath he given to the children of men. The heaven is the Lord and the earth is ours. He gave it to his children. The heavens is the Lord, but the earth, he gave it to his children. So whatever happens here, it's your fault. Whatever happens here in earth, it's your fault. But we are too busy blaming him. Oh, he's not answering my prayers. Oh, he, he's not. Why, why is he letting these people die? Why is he letting my mother sick? Why is he letting my father sick? Why did he take my children? Why did he do that? Where is God when I need him? Where is he when I need him? He gave it to his children. So whatever happens here, it's your fault. The 
makes his peace. But the earth, he gave it to you and me. So whatever happens here, it's your fault. So you see, when, when God speaks, it becomes, became law. Whenever he says something, he became law. He said, give this to my children. Let them manage it. Let them organize it. Let them get, take control over it. And I'm going to stay up here and have it. So my point of prayer, if you need him, you have to talk to him. He is not going to interfere unless you talk to him. Because now he's giving you the authority to take control of the earth. How is he going to come down here? He said, God, our father, who is where? Where is he? In heaven. He's not here in earth. He got our father who is in heaven. Hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom. Let your kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. See, that's when you call him. Let the kingdom of heaven come to earth. How are we going to let the kingdom of heaven come to earth if you don't communicate with your father? He gave us the earth. I can sit here and give you all the scriptures that he said, the heaven is mine and the earth is my children. That's just one of them. I can give you all the scriptures. I can go all day and give you all those scriptures. The heaven is mine and the earth is my children. Whatever happens here in this world, it's your fault. He said, let the suspicious, let the suspicious call man. Let the suspicious call man take full control of the earth. Therefore, in order for God to have anything to do in this world, he has to obey his word. In order for him to do anything in this world, he had to obey his word because whenever he speaks, it becomes law. Whenever God speaks, it becomes law. Let my children take full control of the earth and I'm going to take full control of heaven. So when they need me, they are going to call me and they give me, give me permission. In order for me to act, they have to give me permission. The concept that why we're going back to 126. I want you all to understand the concept of God and to understand the concept of the kingdom. He is not going to just come down here as a spirit with nobody. He gave permission to a species, to a creature called man with a third body. And there's a reason why he's not going to just interfere in this world because he's a spirit. He doesn't have a third body. There is a reason why he put Jesus. Jesus is the body and Christ is the spirit. He told, he told them, when you, when you look at the, 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 the devil, the devil couldn't even come to this world without a body. So what did he do? He went to the snake. 
He went through the snake because he needed the body to communicate to the human. You get my point? Understand the concept of God and the concept of the kingdom in order for you to know how to pray. You are the only one with permission here in this world. So in order for the kingdom of God to come here in this earth, you have to communicate with your father. You have to communicate with him. He went and and he went and and and, and talked to the to the to, to, to the snake. Can I use your body? I'm, I'm paraphrasing. Can I use your body because I can't even talk to them? So the snake said, Yes. You can use my body. And then he went and mesmerized the woman. The word said killed. Killed means deceit. Mesmerized. Remember when you go to a snake and they always mesmerize their eyes goes like this. I wonder if that was the thing that the snake did to, to, to Eve. Mesmerized that little woman. He had to use a dirt body in order for him to come in this world. Because he is illegal here. He has nobody. Mesmerized by the snake. And then God came over and cursed the snake. When you look at the snake, all of you scientists, when you look at the snake, there's in chrome legs. Did you guys look at that? See, when I read the Bible, I got to go search this thing. Where are the legs of the snake? There's in chrome. When you go and look, there's in chrome legs. Of the snake. He cursed the snake. You are not going to walk anymore. You are going to eat all the dust. For the rest of your life. See scientists say. Oh you know. We come from we come from monkeys. We come from donkeys. Research it. Research it. Where are the legs of the snake going? There's ingrown legs. If you go and look. There's ingrown doesn't have any more legs. See, God put his word. God put his word above his name. When he speaks something, it becomes law. Let my children take control of the earth. The heaven is mine and my children and the earth is yours. He put his word above his name. So whenever he speaks something, it becomes law. He said, don't touch that tree. Example, I mean, I know I'm going off the subject. Don't touch that tree. You're no death and life. Mesmerize that little one. Do you know how powerful the God we serve? And then sometimes we, sometimes we blame him for, why are you, why, why is my mother sick? Why is this sick? Why did you take my son? Why did you take my daughter? Why is he dead? Why is he dead? Do you know how powerful the God that we serve? He's omnipotent. He's, he's omnipresent. He is that big. He create 500 million universe. And he couldn't even stop this little woman from eating the fruit. Think about that. He couldn't even stop this little Eve from eating the fruits. We are serving an omnipresent, omnipowerful God. And he couldn't even stop this little woman from eating the fruit. Why is that? Because he was so faithful to his word. 
he was so faithful to his word. You could say the faithfulness of God get us to where we are right now. Because if he would have stopped that little woman, I would never trust the God that I serve. I would never trust him again. He was so faithful to his word that he couldn't stop that little woman from eating the fruit. That's how faithful he is to his word. He gave us earth. Heaven is his. In order for you to communicate with your father, you have to lift up holy hands and pray. He will never interfere without your permission. Permission through prayers. We have to give him permission to act. Go through the whole Bible. Go through the whole Bible. See if there's anything he did in this earth without a human. Go through the whole Bible and see if he did anything without a man. Abraham. He went to Abraham. Moses. You're going to save my people. And Moses was so this. this why? Why me? Paraphrase it. Paraphrase it. Why me? Why me? I need a man. Because I need a man. I can't come down there. I am too faithful to my word to come down there. I need a man to act. The whole Bible, he never did anything without a man. So in order for us to communicate with our father, you have to lift up holy hands and pray. The prayer says, our father, who is where? In heaven, not on earth. Hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom. You got to pray for the kingdom of heaven to come down here in this world. I'm from, you know, Samoa. Used to be ruled by, by, by German, by New Zealand. Trying to give you an understanding. Um, used to be ruled by New Zealand. So when we were under the when we were under the, the, um, the, the control of New Zealand, we have to speak English. We have to eat what they eat. We have to walk how they walk. We have to wear what they wear. So my point is, if we pray for the kingdom of heaven to come down, we have to pray for everything that's going on in heaven to come down on earth. We have to walk. Like children of God, we have to talk like children of God. We have to pray to your father to come down here on earth. For us to communicate with our father, we have to pray. We have to pray. See, see, see the disciples were, you know, um, uh, disciples started being, you know, curious. They started being curious because... Because they see, they see, they see. You know, when, when, when I study, when I, when I looked at the, um, when I go research the life in um, Jerusalem, these people wake up around four or five. They wake up around four or five in the morning and they start moving all their stuff, go to the market. Their life starts around that time. So the Bible said he wakes up early. 
That is the time he always wakes up and pray. And then he stopped at the daytime before the work starts. Probably around nine. So Jesus, we're talking here. Jesus probably prays around four to five hours early in the morning. And the disciples started seeing. This man does this. Four to five hours every single day. And this man goes here and touch the leper and clean. Speak one word, heal. And the person heal. Sin. And the blind open up their eyes. Four hours here. This man spent four to five hours praying. This thing that he does, four to five hours of praying, go here, a fraction of a minute, he speaks, and then he heals. So they started realizing, this thing that he does every single morning, this thing that he does, he, he, he does it more. He does this thing more, this man does this thing more, but when he touched the leopard, a fraction of a second. Fraction of a minute. One word, heal. And they said, teach us. So I was questioning. I was praying and I was questioning, why was that the only thing that they asked Jesus to teach them? They said, Jesus, teach us how to do that thing. That thing that you do every single morning, all those hours, teach us, Jesus. Teach us how to pray. They didn't ask this. Bear in mind, they seen him calm the storm. They seen him open the eyes of a blind. They seen him heal the leper. They seen him speak one thing and everything. But they didn't ask him to show him how to do miracles. They only asked him to teach them how to pray. Why? My answer. I got my answer because I was questioned. Why did they only ask him to teach him how to pray? The answer came back to me because they realized that's where his power comes from. His power comes from prayer. In order for him to heal, in order for him to speak those kind of things, he has to be there to pray. We do the opposite. We do four seconds here. Thank you, Jesus. And four hours trying to solve. We do the opposite. Four seconds of a fraction. Thank you, Jesus. Help me. I'm going to work right now. Um, thank you, Jesus. And four, eight hours trying to solve the problem. Do you realize that Jesus spent a lot of times praying to his father? And comes out like that. And you spend a lot of time with people. What do they do to you? 
four hours with people. I'm telling you, do not let these people devalue you. That is the reason why you spend more hours on prayer and less time work. We do the exact opposite. We spend more hours work and a fraction to prayers. Give hands to the Lord. Give him hands. Close our eyes. Mesmerize to the word of God. Focus on the word of God. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I want to thank you for your word that went forth today. Let your word penetrate into the heart of your children, into the heart of my sisters and my brothers, into our heart, Father. Let your word bring forth fruits of righteousness, Father. Let us be the messengers, let us be the vessels to deliver your message to the word, to be the example to your children out there, Father. And we believe we receive this in Jesus' mighty name. And everybody say, Amen, amen. Give him hands. Oh, give him hands. Join Pastor Luana Winston at Jesus of Nazareth Church in Vallejo. Sunday services start at 10 a.m. Tuesday Bible study is at 7 p.m. at 515 Broadway Street in Vallejo. You can call Pastor Luana at 707-297-0002. That's 707-297-0002. Tune in at the same time next week for Pastor Luana Winston and the Jesus of Nazareth radio broadcast.